Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. So today we're uh, doing a healing, one of our healing episodes where we're going to talk about feelings and stuff. <laughs> so if you're like, oh, I don't like those episodes. <laughs> don't listen. Don't continue to listen and talk about feelings. Um, some of them are sexy, but most of them are not sexy feelings, um, but they prevent me from having an orgasmic life. So we need to talk about them. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Today, we're going to talk about fear of showing weakness and vulnerability. Dun, dun, dun. And the reason I want to talk about this is because some shit's been going down in my world because that's how my things happen, right? I go live life, I build, create content, and then I bring it back to the audience, you guys. So uh, before we get into uh, what's going on in my world that's uh, inspired me to talk about fear of showing weakness and vulnerability, I just want to give a shout out to my audience. I love you guys. I adore you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for spending time with me. Thank you for your support, your encouragement, and your love. I adore you and I love you. We uh, have been running into a lot of censorship issues. So um, I've moved off of Patreon for everybody who wants to show a little bit extra love and support um, for the show. So I've moved into um, a private membership so that I don't have to deal with censorship, any issues anymore um, in the world, social media world. And um, the sh that will be in the show link. Um, the show notes will have the link to the membership. Um, to get any extra bonus content and to support the show, um, all the juicy stuff. So yes, it's uh, now going to be called Guy Morissette's Special Membership. <laughs> Do you want to be one of my special members? <laughs> all right. Okay, so let's get back to the heavier conversation. You know, I say I just want to be frolicky and playful and like a little forced nymph, but we do have to have these serious conversations every once in a while. All right, let's talk about fear, fear of showing weakness and vulnerability. So me even talking about this makes me feel vulnerable and makes me feel weak. And talking to the world about it is uh, terrifying. And the truth is, is that in this moment, while I'm recording this, talking to you right now, my heart rate has sped up and uh, I'm getting a little sweaty. So uh, just so... Uh, 
full disclosure, as always, the raw, the real, the honest version of me. So let's do a little backstory. So often, most of us have been taught that showing somebody um, a that we have failures, we have weaknesses, that we are vulnerable, has, um, you know, not been a safe experience in the world. And um, that comes from many different sources that can come from society, that can come from your childhood, that can come from relation, being in relationships, that fear of being abandoned, not loved, humiliated, made fun of, um, that uh, your weakness or your vulnerability used against you. These are all of the sources for most of us that struggle with being afraid to show our weakness or vulnerability. And we also live in a society that really supports strength. And our, what strength looks like is like manning up and not showing your feelings and not being vulnerable or exposed or, you know, really talking about what you're feeling or sharing your feelings or showing your feelings. We, we've been told, um, especially in particular in North America, that that's a sign of weakness. And if you share any of those things and you're weak, then you won't survive. And I think if we were to even go back further from a, you know, a historical standpoint that, um, you know, weakness didn't allow us to survive, like actually survive, physically survive, emotionally survive, psychologically survive, um, you know, the, the, the weakest in the herd get first murdered and killed and eaten. Like the, the, the weakness is like a terrifying thing because it, you know, it, I think it taps into our, you know, besides just the surface things, but I think on a, on a like deep DNA level self-preservation that we don't want to be weak. We can't be weak, can't show weakness. And the more, and I suspect like, so, you know, in a second, I'm going to talk about my weaknesses and my vulnerabilities, which I'm avoiding right now. <laughs> It's uncomfortable. Um, so um, I suspect the reason it, it, and I know for me, as well as other people who I know that are very, say, alpha personality type or a personality type or a large and in charge in the world or dominant or that, um, you know, part of being that you know, always got, look like you got your shit together and you're on top of things is, and that the world sees you that way, it's ingrained even deeper. And I suspect, I mean, I can only speak for myself and the people that I know, but in, you know, I don't have a, a large enough data set to actually say that this is factual by truth, but in my observation, what I've noticed is that the more somebody is looks exterior that they have their shit together and um they're like kicking ass in the world um the the likelihood of them sharing their vulnerabilities and their weaknesses are even smaller it's like smaller and this affects our ability to have connections like deep connections this affects our ability to have intimacy these are which is a part of the reasons why we 
are afraid to share that because intimacy, it ties into intimacy doesn't make us feel safe and vulnerability doesn't make us feel safe. And, you know, we don't feel safe. And if you were to go deeper in behind why we don't feel safe, it can be because of trauma based stuff. So um, I'm going to talk about my stuff now. All right, here we go. I've avoided it long enough. <laughs> so in case you don't know, um, I am ethically non-monogamous. In case this is your first episode with me, um, if it's not the first episode with me, you're like, uh, yeah, we all know that. You can tell us about all the lovers you have. <laughs> but if you're new to me, I am ethically non-monogamous. And in my life, I have, I call it my polypod. And, you know, I call it a polypod because I think it's hilarious. Uh, years ago, I was talking to somebody and, um, you know, I was looking, I was on the dating apps, you know, back then I had a, a harem. That's what I called it. So, um, you know, I was looking for lovers for my harem and, you know, this woman came along and she's like, you know, she's like, I have a polypod. And I was just like, I just thought that was hilarious. So I now, uh, in a very playful way, call the people in my life a little polypod. So I'm a little polypod. Um, and I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a whole episode on an update. Cause it's been a while since I've kind of updated every, my, you know, you, my audience on what's going on in my love life. Um, and, uh, you know, who are all the, who are all the players in my love life? So anyway, so my polypod, let's come back to my polypod. I'll do a whole one about all the logistics and get y'all caught up. You know, that'll be another episode. So in my polypod. I've been working on intimacy and closeness and love. So this is kind of how I used to roll before. Um, I usually had one main or primary partner, and then I had lots of lovers. And those lovers that I had all had, I had different levels of connection and intimacy with and um, bonding with. But there's usually one person that I was mostly bonded with that I was, you know, building a life with. So now in my lovely, lovely, lovely life, that's not the case. I, um, I, I actually am like in love with um, the, you know, in particular right now, two people. There's more, but like, we'll just, we're just going to talk about two. Um, so there's two people in my polypod that I am deeply, deeply, deeply in love with. And um, the love that I feel for them is more than the love that I usually feel um, when I have, you know, in my, my world. And so it's bringing up a lot of shit. It's stirring up a lot of shit intimacy, vulnerability, weakness, like you name it, you name it. It is stirring up jealousy and trust and like all sorts of stuff. It's awful. <laughs> it's like awful. But it's also incredibly beautiful. I also will say that it's incredibly beautiful. So with one of my partners, um, I, uh, so there's power exchange and there's, a, again, I will do a whole, like, you'll be like, who's who and what's what and all that kind of stuff. I'll give you the whole update cause it's complex, but anyways, so in what, in these two particular lovers, 
one and both of them there's power exchange where there's kink and power exchange involved so there's a deep there's even more deeper levels of intimacy and vulnerability um one of them i'm the submissive and the other i am the owner so i am owned with one and i own the other and these are when i say the word owned it's a kink terminology it's consensual it's all above board and again uh, we'll do another show about that okay and if you have any questions about that stuff um, please reach out to me and I can talk to you deeper about it um, and, and direct you into the world of, you know, BDSM and understanding the terminologies and understanding the relationship dynamics. Okay. So, but I needed to point that those pieces up. So because there's this DS, which is um, dominant submission, power exchange in those relationship dynamics, those relationship dynamics are deeper and more vulnerable and more intimate for me um, than any re other relationships that I have. And it's kind of how my heart's hardwired. And it's, it's what I've learned that that's how I'm hardwired and that's how my heart's hardwired. So um, I've never really had to really face this stuff before. <laughs> I've done a really good job of avoiding it. I've avoided it really well. So when I was young, I went through a lot of trauma and I'm not going to get into the trauma, but I went through a lot of trauma. There was a lot of, there was ritual, satanic ritual abuse. There was uh, sexual childhood, sexual trauma by numerous um, perpetrators. And so I had a lot of, trauma and that trauma and one of the key um, factors of that trauma was when I loved people or my weaknesses or my vulnerabilities were actually used against me to control the situation to control to, to control me to make sure that I don't tell these kinds of things so there's like I was talking about in the beginning of the show there was there's like different layers of why we may have fear to show vulnerabilities and intimacy. There's the societal ones that you know, society frowns upon weakness. There's, you know, your childhood ones, and then there's trauma ones. And so it's like each layer of that adds to the inability to be vulnerable and the inability to show that you have weakness. And so as I'm in love, falling in love, I'm in love, I'm deeply in love, um, I have to be real, I have to be honest, I have to be vulnerable, I have to, I have to share with what's going on with me, because it's bringing up all these things. And, and the more I share what's really happening, you know, that I'm struggling with anxiety, um, I've been struggling a lot with anxiety, and I'm going to do another episode all about anxiety and, you know, how to navigate that and what I've been struggling with. So um, I've been struggling with anxiety, and I've been in, in struggling with um, fear of abandonment, and I've been struggling with um, what if, what if I'm not good enough, and I've been struggling with, um, see, I'm going to cry a little bit, which makes me feel very vulnerable right now. <laughs> Um, I've been struggling with, um, I'm not perfect and I'm struggling with that. Sometimes I get overwhelmed and I, and I don't have my shit together. And like, you know, like I, I I've been struggling because I'm human and we're all human. So, and happening to be in love 
is really stirred up all of these things because I have to look at it because when you're in relationship, you want your relationship to be healthy and not toxic and fucked up, then you have to look at your shit. And when you're looking at your shit, then all the things come up. And now I'm looking at my shit times two because I have two relationships that are really important to me. So, and the hardest person for me to show and talk and tell and cry and like fall apart with is, um, you know, my, my partner that I own, you know, cause I'm her mistress and I own her and I'm her dom. And so like she, you know, what I believed was that she needed to see how strong I am all the time. And that, you know, I couldn't, couldn't show her, you know, my vulnerability side or my scared side or my fear side or my nervous side or my anxiety side, or that maybe I don't have the answer side, you know, um, and that I don't know. And so what happened though, because, you know, that's how she, like things just, you can't hide it for long. If you're going to really be in a relationship, you can't really hide it. So one night she was over and we're hanging out and I couldn't, I could not hide that I was feeling anxious and that anxiety spiraled and spiraled into um, me vomiting. And this is something that happened. So I'm going to share something. Oh my God, it's really, I got fucked. <laughs> I'm like me practicing to the world. Not just so. so one of the things that happens when I have anxiety or, or I'm stressed, or I'm scared, or uh, I don't feel safe, um, I will vomit um, violently. And it's horrible. And I've spent a lot of time in therapy and healing. And, you know, I'm going into the, you know, I'm going, I'm, you know, next week, I see my, my good buddy, Nate Hager, who like does um, NLP, and we're going to do another layer. We're going to do another layer of how, how can we stop me from vomiting? <laughs> so it's been a, it's been my largest challenge in my own healing process. Um, I've conquered many things, but that's the one that still, still happens. So a couple weeks ago, my little submissives over. We're hanging up, we're having a beautiful day and I start feeling anxious and I tried to suppress it and I feel more anxious. I'm trying to suppress it. I thought, well, maybe if I talk about it. So I talk about it. She's fantastic about it. She's like, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing and letting me know. And you're even more powerful and you're even more sexy. And I love you even more for telling me this, which again, makes me feel even more vulnerable and more weak. And, uh, and then I vomit and then she's like, you know, it's okay. Whatever you need, blah, blah, blah. She's awesome. She's awesome. And I kept vomiting and it was awful. The whole thing was all the way around uh, quite not sexy at all. <laughs> so what I realized is that, um, afterwards, um, that, 
telling her and showing my vulnerability and letting her know that I have weaknesses is what created the anxiety, but having the anxiety is what the weakness is. So it's a self, so it's just like a circle, like chicken or the egg kind of situation going on, which again is why I'm going to see Nate and, and go see if I can clear this shit out. And so that, you know, I can show up in the world even more, um, more of me in the world. However, what I've realized is that when I don't show the world or especially not necessarily the world that this is a big push for me right now, um, but because I'm a weirdo that way, <laughs> I'm all about extreme personal growth. <laughs> but anyways, um, but what I've realized is that in allowing the people who, in particular, the people who are the closest to me, see and hear and understand my vulnerabilities and what I deem as weak, what they see is strength, what they see is um, courage, what they see is inspiration. And I realize that I might even cry right now. I can feel it welding up in my eyeballs. My eyeballs are starting to get a little watery. Um, is that I really haven't let the people in my life really know me. I haven't let them really love me. I haven't let them be there for me. I haven't let them support me because I have spent my whole life hiding my vulnerabilities and hiding the things that I deem as a weakness. Um, and, and what that's done is actually made a disconnect in all of my relationships with all the people that have been in my life, my whole life, really. And yes, there were unsafe people when I was a child. And yes, um, I wouldn't have survived if I had weaknesses, showed weaknesses, and had vulnerabilities of any kind whatsoever. However, I'm not live. I don't live that life. I've I've made this beautiful life of amazing amazing people who really truly love me, um, and they love me unconditionally. And I'm not giving them space by getting a chance to really love me because I haven't really let them in. And I haven't shown who I am. And I think that's the biggest insight that I want my the, you guys like to come from this place, come from is that when we don't, now don't get me wrong, there's a time and a place, there's uh, people who are safe to share with, there are people who are not safe to share with, you know, um, embracing your weakness and your vulnerability um, it helps you to become in a place of empowerment, which gives you strength. So others cannot use it against you. And in a lot of ways, actually, by hiding it, it actually becomes a thing that can be used against you. But let's assume I'm going to I'm going to go out on I'm going to go on out on a ledge here a little bit. Um, and let's assume that we've been able to you've been able to just like I've been able to create a life where at least one or two people in your life are trustworthy in the sense that they love you and um, have shared with you who they are and have maybe showed a vulnerability or two or a weakness or two. And test the waters. 
because the depth of love since I, a couple of weeks ago, since I've been doing this and now I've started doing it, I'm just doing it on my podcast now. I'm like, um, is that I have been able to have deeper connections, not just with these two particular people, but my friends, um, the other people that are in my lovely little polypod, um, my, you know, family, I've been able to have a much like, you know, the safe family that aren't, you know, cray cray. Um, I've been able to really see a deeper connection, even my clients, actually, in all fairness, like, um, you know, I, I just had a session this morning with a client and he thanked me. I was like, I was honest. So like last week I needed to reschedule our, our session because I had my period and I'm getting ready to go to menopause. And my period is like, of course this is like, Whoa, this TMI, but this is part of being sharing, right. Vulnerability. Um, anyway, so my, my periods are really, really bumpy. Um, the last, especially the last three ones, um, as I'm leading into menopause. And so I was really honest with them. I'm like, here's what's going on my body. I'm in a lot of pain and I'm really grumpy. And today is not a good day for me to be, you know, seeing clients. Cause I'm not going to be strong. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be present fully at all. Not to mention I'm really grumpy and and this was a, one of my BDSM clients. So you don't want me to have a, a, a wooden spoon in my hand. It's <laughs> not the day you want me to hit, hit you. <laughs> and today we, so we, anyways, we rescheduled till today and this morning. And he said to me, he's like, thank you for being honest with me. Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that with me. It meant the world. And I actually trust you and feel safer with you and got to know you a little bit better. And, and then was able to, our session was incredible and was able to drop in deeply into our session as just one of the, one of another, one of those reasons of safety and trust. So I know it can be terrifying and it does feel terrifying. Like even talking on this podcast, my heart's going, Wah, what are you doing? Um, but the reward is incredible. Like the reward that I'm seeing in my relationship dynamics are incredible. The love I'm receiving is incredible. The ability to, and also, you know what else is really beautiful? Is that... It takes a lot of work and energy to squash and hide and pretend that everything is okay when things sometimes are not okay. It takes a lot of energy. So what I found is I actually have more energy and I am getting support and I'm getting loved. And uh, so all the way around, even though it's still very uncomfortable and I suspect it might be uncomfortable for a while. And I, you know, I'm definitely going and, you know, uh, I'm hiring a professional to help me navigate, to clear out some of the stuff around anxiety and other things that are going on for me um, that, uh, you know, I need to heal so that I can be deeply vulnerable and surrender and into love and receiving love and giving unconditional love and, you know, all, all of the beautiful things, 
um, that I will be doing other episodes on. So, so thank you. So thank you for letting me share my vulnerability about vulnerability with you. I love and adore you. Thank you. And uh, I hope this inspired you and encouraged you and gave you a little bit of like, oh, okay, a pause of like, mm, how, how am I really allowing the people around me to see me and love me, like really love me by not like, is it really serving my relationships and myself to not share where, when I feel scared or when I have feelings or when you're sad or when you're like, have your vulnerabilities or you're, you share that you have weaknesses. So I will continue to lean into this. And I will continue to, you know, I, maybe I'll do a whole episode of listing all of my weaknesses. I'm not there yet, but I will do a follow-up on that. <laughs> like, I know that, that that's like next level for me. Um, you know, I'm just admitting that I'm vulnerable. Never mind sharing what my weaknesses are. Um, so I think uh, I'll work up to that. I'll work up to that. Okay. For you guys, for you and for me and for the world, I will work up to that. And then I'll do another episode um, talking about that. But there's a couple of uh, past episodes I think you may really enjoy. Um, there's uh, one past episodes on is uh, episode 68 and it's on self-acceptance and forgiveness um, that's a good episode. And then um, I am, so I didn't talk much about inner child work today, um, but it's, uh, it, it's a big part of being able to be aware of what's going on in your subconscious and being able to navigate those pieces. And I will be doing an episode um, about dealing with my anxiety. When I do that episode, I'll be diving deep into inner child uh, work. So if you want to get ready, you really might want to listen to my episode, past episode one, uh, one twelve. It's called uh, Advanced Inner Child Work, <laughs> the flush method. <laughs> There's a magic toilet in, in my inner child sanctuary. Just a <laughs> um, and again, you if you would like to do some extra support, you can come join Guy Morissette's uh, membership. And the link will be to that special membership will be in the show notes. And if you need support while you're navigating this world of relationships and intimacy and vulnerability and weakness, you can always reach me at guymorissette.com and I can help you navigate you help navigate that with you um, and help you heal, heal and clear and all the things. So you can find me at guymorissette.com. All right. <sighs> that was intense thank you for listening uh i'm not gonna do an extended <laughs> version of this one um because that was an it already was intense i shared shared as much as i'm gonna share all right till next time bye-bye hmm well I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. 
I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is My Orgasmic Life Podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook at My Orgasmic Life Podcast Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye. <laughs>